Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Papers, you know, and I sort of belong. And I happened to tell him I was working for you and how fine you were and about your being engaged to Miss Leslie. And he seemed to kind of think you were heading for trouble. He just plain said so. I was so scared I begged him not to let that happen. And I told him how everything was, and finally I got him to promise that if you did get into trouble, he'd help you. At least he almost promised. You see, he's been a newspaper man so long he eats it and sleeps it and breathes it all day. And he had a scoop. He had a scoop? repeated Douglas. Yes, a great big one. Biggest one in ten years, said the boy. He loved it so that me trying to pry him loose from it was about like working to move the Iroquois building with a hand spike. All he promised that first trip was that if I'd come and tell him when I saw you'd got into trouble, he'd see what he could do. Wanted to pump you for material for his scoop, I suppose, commented Douglas. Whoop, whoop, back up, warned Mickey. He didn't pump me a little bit. And he didn't try to. He told me nearly three weeks ago just what would happen about now, as he had things doped out, and they have. I didn't think that letter should be delivered this morning, because you had no business in darling old Daddy's office if he said stay out. In came Mickey's best flourish. Why, he mightn't have been ready, he exclaimed. He had his friend to help you, remember? I heard Miss Leslie tell you he did, and she told him to. She told you he could have what she had, you remember, of course. He might have had to use some of his office money real quick to save a friend that he had to save, if it took all he had and all Miss Leslie had, and that was right. I asked you the other day if a man might use the money he handled, and you said yes, he was expected to, if he had his books straight and the money in the bank when his time for accounting came. Tain't time to account yet, but you was doing this investigating among his bunch, and so I guess if he did use the money for his friend, he had to go on that trip he was too busy to take Miss Leslie and sell something or do something to get ready for you. That's all right, ain't it? Yes, if he could do it, conceded Douglas. Well, he can, triumphed Mickey. He can. He can just as easy, because he's down at the Universal Bank doing it right now. What? cried Douglas. Sure, said Mickey, back on time, at the bank fixing things so you can investigate all you want to. What's the matter with darling old Daddy? He's all right. Go on and write your letter over, and tell them, anxious, irritated gents, that you'll investigate till the basement and cupola are finished, just as soon as you make out the reports you are figuring up now. That will give you time to act independent, and it will give Daddy time to be ready for you. 
"'Mickey, what if he didn't get the land sold?' wavered Douglas. "'What if his trip was a failure?' "'Well, that's fixed,' said Mickey, stepping from one toe to the other. "'Don't ruffle your down about that. "'If darling old Daddy had bad luck, "'and for staking his money and his honor on his friend, "'he's going to get picked clean and dished up himself. "'Why, it's fixed, so he isn't, see?' "'It's fixed?' marveled Douglas. "'Surest thing you know,' cried Mickey. "'You've had your protectorate all safe a long time "'and didn't even know it. "'Mickey, talk fast. Tell me, what do you mean?' "'Why, that was fixed three weeks ago, I tell you,' explained Mickey. "'When Mr. Chuffner said you would strike trouble, "'I wasn't surprised any, because I've thought all the time you would. "'And when you did, I went skimming to him, "'and he told me not to deliver that letter, "'and he was grand, just something grand. "'He told me what had to happen to save you, "'so I kept the letter and scuttled for Mr. James Minturn, "'who started all this, and I just said to him, "'Chicken's home to roost,' or words like that. He got on the wire with Chuffner, and instead of giving them that scoop to all Multiopolis and the whole world, he gave Mr. Minturn a few figures on a scrap of paper that he showed to his nice lady. Gosh, you wouldn't ever believe she was a nice lady, or could be. But honest, Mr. Bruce, me and her has been holding hands for half an hour while we plan to help you out. And say, she's so nice, she's just peachy, and she's the same woman. I don't know how that happens, but she's the same woman who fired me and that nice lady from Plymouth, and now she ain't the same, and these are the words she said. All I have on earth would be not be enough to pay Leslie Winton for giving you back to me and my boys and my precious home. Precious home? Do you get that? After her marble palace, where she is now must look like a cottage on the green to her, but precious home is what she said, and she ought to know. "'Mickey, go on. You were saying that Mr. Chuffner gave Mr. Minturn some figures?' prompted Douglas. "'Yes,' said Mickey. "'His precious scoop and Mr. Minturn showed her, "'and she said just as quick to put that amount to Mr. Winton's credit at the Universal Bank. "'So he called the bank to tell them. "'When he got the cashier, he found that darling old Daddy was there that minute.' "'Was there?' cried Douglas. "'Was there,' repeated Mickey.' So Mr. Minturn backed water, and then he told the cashier he needn't mention to Mr. Winton that he was going to turn over some securities he had there to pay a debt he owed him, because now that he was home, they could fix it up between themselves. And he told the cashier to tell Mr. Winton that Miss Leslie was in his office. He said Daddy would come to her the minute he could, and that if he was happy and all right, it meant that he had sold his land and made good, and if he was broke up, we would know what to do about putting the money to his credit. The nice lady said to put a lot more than he needed so that if they did investigate, they could see he was all right and he had plenty. See? Mr. Minturn said we could tell the minute we saw... Well, young man, can you? inquired a voice behind them. With the same impulse, Douglas and Mickey turned to find Mr. Winton and Leslie standing far enough inside the door to have heard all that had been said and obviously keeping quiet to hear it. A slow red crept over Mickey's fair face. Douglas sprang to his feet, his hand outstretched, and words of welcome on his lips. Mr. Winton put him aside with a gesture. I asked this youngster a question, he said, and I'm deeply interested in the answer. Can you? Mickey stepped forward and took one long, straight look into the face of the man before him, 
and then his exultant laugh trilled as the notes of Peter's old bobolink bird on the meadow fence. Surest thing you know, he cried in ringing joy. You're tired and you need washing and sleep, and a long rest, but there isn't anything sneaking in your eye. There isn't any glistening green look on your face. It's been with you just like I told Mr. Chuffner it's in the Bible. Only with you, it's been even more than a man lying down his life for his friend. It was a near squeak, but you made it. Gee, you made it. I should say I could tell. Mr. Winton caught Mickey and lifted him from his feet. God made a jewel after my heart when he made you, lad, he said. If you haven't got a father, I'm an insistent candidate for the place. Gee, you're the nicest man, said Mickey. If I was out with a telescope searching for a father, I'd make a home run for you. But you see, I'm fairly well fixed. Here's my boss, too fine to talk about, that I work for to earn money to keep me and my family. There's Peter, better than gold, who's annexed both me and my child. There's Mr. Chuffner punching me up every time I see him about my job for him soon as I finish school. I'd like you for a father, only I'm crazy about Peter. Just you come and see Peter and you'll understand. I'll be there soon, said Mr. Winton. I have reasons for wanting to know him thoroughly. And by the way, how do you do, Douglas? How is the great investigation going? Fine? I'm glad to hear it. Push it with all your might and finish up so we can have a month on Atwater without coming back and forth. I feel as if I'd need about that much swimming to make me clean, as the young man here suggests. Traveling over the West in midsummer is neither cool nor cleanly, but it's great when things sell as ours did. Land seems to be moving, and there's money under the surface. Nobody has lost so much, and they are only economizing. We must do that ourselves, but Swain and I are both safe, so we shall enjoy a few years of work to recoup some pretty heavy losses. We're not worth what we were, but we are even, with a home base, the love of God big in our hearts, and doubly all right, since if we couldn't have righted ourselves, our friends would have saved us, thanks to this little live wire on my left. Oh, Daddy, if you'd searched forever, you couldn't have found a better name for Mickey, cried Leslie. Come on, Douglas, let's go home and rest. Just as soon as I write and start Mickey with a note, said Douglas, go ahead, I'll be down soon. He turned to his desk, wrote a few lines, and sealing them, handed the envelope to the waiting boy. City Hall, he said, and Mickey, I see the whole thing. It will take some time to figure just what I do owe you. Ah, go on, broke in Mickey, backing away. Mickey, we'll drive you to take the note, and then you come with us, said Douglas. Thanks, but it would try my nerves, said Mickey, and I must help Peter move in the pump. End of chapter 19